Alrighty, so tonight I think what we're uh, going to do is we are going to explore a topic which is relevant tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow as we go uh, Hanukkah into Shabbos is always an exciting time uh, halakhically. Um, and as we'll see from the uh, the sources, what exactly the challenge that we face on Erev Shabbos of Hanukkah. And we'll actually see, it's not an essential part of what we're going to do, but I just saw it as we came along things. So this is uh, uh, an especially exciting thing which arises in the event that Hanukkah is the, uh, the sorry that Shabbos is the first day of Hanukkah. So there'll be a unique feature to uh, to that as well. But first, we'll just start with the uh, the regular uh, topic. Um, hopefully, this appears on your screen there. Yeah, great. Okay, so we're going to begin this with uh, with Shulchan Aruch, and this. This is Simon Tafresh Ayantes Sif Aleph, where Shulchan Aruch says, and uh, Shulchan Aruch says, Be'er of Shabbos, so we're talking about tomorrow night already, so on Erev Shabbos, Madlikin, Madlikin near Hanukkah Tchila, Vachakach near Shabbos. So uh, Shulchan Aruch says that what we need to do is we have two sets of candles which we need to light as Shabbos is about to begin. We need to light the Hanukkah candles in honor of Shabbos. We need to light the Shabbos candles in honor, sorry, Hanukkah candles in honor of Hanukkah, Shabbos candles in honor of Shabbos, and how are we going to go ahead and prioritize or how are we going to go ahead and um, sequence these two mitzvahs. So here, good evening, Bob. Uh, so here, uh, Baruch Hashem. Good. So here, Shulchan Aruch says that the correct sequence is going to be Hanukkah uh, candles first, and then Shabbos candles. And the reason why we're going to sequence things, we're going to order them in this uh, specific order, is because, as we know, once you go ahead and you light Shabbos candles, it's already Shabbos. And if you've already made it Shabbos, then you're not allowed to light your Hanukkah candles anymore. So out of practical considerations, this has nothing to do, obviously, we're going against Tadr Vishenu Tadr Tadr Kodem, we're going against the rule which would say that whatever happens more frequently should come first. And here, instead, what we're going to do is we go ahead and we light the Hanukkah candles first. But that's because of the Shabbos consideration, because once it's Shabbos, you can't go ahead and light Shabbos candles. Then, says the, the Ramah, Hagah, bechol, that you're going to go, we go ahead and we make the bracha on them as if it was a week, regular weekday. The same bracha is uh, no difference. The fact that it's being done on Erev Shabbos. And uh, we say that even though we're lighting them before nighttime. So as we know, normally we light Hanukkah candles after nighttime. Some people do it right after Shkia. Some people do it after Tzesokachavim. Some people have a different time in which they light it. So there's a whole debate about the exact timing of it. But everybody agrees it's going to be something, some element of nighttime. In here, when it comes to lighting Hanukkah candles on Erev Shabbos, we clearly light them before Shkia. So you may have thought that maybe they don't really count or something as Hanukkah candles because we're lighting them in advance. But the Ramah says, no, we're going to go ahead and we're going to light them as we normally do. And then uh, um, with, with, without, uh, without, uh, um, without any change whatsoever. Now, says the Mishabura. Right over there on this uh, this sieve, uh, says the Kasra Achronim. The Achronim say now now we're going to run into a, a little bit of a problem over here, 
I'll actually explain afterwards. So Mishabura says, Bekasar Achronim, he quotes the Achronim who say, referring specifically to lighting Hanukkah candles on Erev Shabbos, that Dinachon Lechatchila Shispala Minchatchila Vachakach Yadlik. The best thing to do is Davin Mincha first and then light Hanukkah candles. Mm-hmm. Now, Nobody does that. Thing? Hold on. So why is it that we should go ahead and we should go out of our way to Dava Mincha first? So, as we're going to see, this some of the reasons why in a moment, but just a very simple explanation is, is that since Hanukkah candles ha- should be done at nighttime, although when it's going into Shabbos, we can't light it at nighttime because you can't light them on, on, uh, on, uh, on, on Shabbos, but maybe at the very least, you want to go ahead and you want to sequence everything properly. So as, as we will discuss, to go ahead and light Hanukkah candles as if it's already Friday night, and then Dava Mincha as if it's Friday afternoon, and then go back and do Kabbalah Shabbos as if it's Friday night in Marv. So that's going, we're going back and forth in terms of the timing of things. So Mishabura sa, says that there are Achronim, and we'll see the two Achronim which he, which he references in the, uh, the Sharetzion, but he says that there are Achronim who say that you should make an effort to go ahead and Dava Mincha first. Okay. Now, on this topic of davening first, so um, we have, before we get to those two reasons, I want to see this very interesting comment from Shomo Zalman. Shomo Zalman uh, talks about, he talks about what happens when, as I mentioned, when the first day of Hanukkah is on Shabbos. And when the first day of Hanukkah is on Shabbos, what's going to be unique about this is the fact that we're going to end up lighting Hanukkah candles on Chaf Dawid. So for those who don't follow this Chumrah of the Mishnah and they're going to end up lighting Hanukkah candles on Friday, which is Erev Hanukkah, then they're going to go to Shul and they're going to Davim Mincha. So here in the Halicha Shlobo, so they bring down the following, uh, this is from first, the first paragraph is the Sif on top, and then the footnote at the bottom. So it says, Hidlik Ne'er Rishon Shachanukah Mipaga Mincha in a circumstance in which one lights the Hanukkah candle first on Erev Hanukkah, because it's Erev Shabbos also. So Erev Shabbos afternoon, you light the first Hanukkah candle, and then you're going to daven Mincha. You go in Shechal Erev Shabbos, for example, at four, where where the uh, uh, Friday, uh, where um, Erev Hanukkah is Erev Shabbos. Im Yomar al Hanisim Re'e Orchos Halacha. So it says, whether or not you should say al-hanisim at mincha, you should see orchos halacha. Orchos halacha is the name that they assign to the footnotes. So this is a very interesting idea, which he's suggesting. We'll see the explanation for it in a moment. But he says that we have this, uh, there's a possibility that although it's chaf dalid kislev, rather than chaf hey, it may be that we should go ahead and you should say al-hanisim. Why? So he writes, they write in the footnote in the name of Shomu Zalman, This halacha they bring down in the name of Rav Shomu Zalman. Rav Shomu Zalman actually held the Misa that when Erev Hanukkah falls on Erev Shabbos and you're lighting the first candle before Mincha, on, Erev, uh, on Friday afternoon uh, before Mincha, so he was of the opinion that at Mincha, when you then go to Sholendav Mincha, you should say al Hanisim, even though it's not Hanukkah yet. Why? Even though it's still 
the Chaf Dalit, the 24th of Kislev, rather than Chaf Hay. But Mikom Bakum Lididei Hu Kfar Chanukah. Once you go ahead and you light the Chanukah candles, it's already considered to be Chanukah. What do we mean when we say it's already Chanukah? So they added into uh, to uh, parenthetically to explain of Shomazaman, Hainu Lamishum Shasal Laila. It's not because by lighting Chanukah candles, you've made it into night, because it's typically at night that you light the Chanukah candles. Sharei Maliki Shabbos. Because there's no way that you already made it into the nighttime, Chaf because if you had made it into nighttime, which is Chaf the 25th of Kislev, that means it's already Shabbos. And if it's already Shabbos, you're not going to be allowed to go ahead and light Shabbos candles anymore. El Mishum Zman Such an interesting perspective. Shomo Zaman says that it's considered to be Hanukkah in the sense that once you lit the Hanukkah candles, so then it's already a time which is appropriate to give hoda, to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the miracle. How could you go ahead and light the Hanukkah candles which represent the miracle and then not give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the miracle? So Shomo Zaman is of the opinion that in this scenario, you would go ahead and you would say Al Hanisim, even though it's only Chav Dalet and not Chav even though, according to this, it can very well be that you can have different people doing different things. Some people may be saying Alanisim, some people not, depending on whether they lit and what time Mincha is and all of that. Shechar Omer B'chaveiro, no, one person says and one not. But Roshomo Zaman says, Leitham, but Roshomo Zaman was not concerned about that. And he felt that once you already lit Hanukkah candles, you have to be, uh, you should be saying Al Hanisim already. And that was Roshomo Zaman's position. Now, it seems to be that in the, if you read the continuation of that footnote there, it seems to be that uh, there's a, uh, from all of the other Achronim, it seems to be that they don't subscribe to this view. They don't agree with this idea of Roshomo Zaman that you're going to say Al Hanisim, even though it's Chav Dalet. But Rav Shomo Zaman was, uh, was of the opinion that that's something that, uh, that, that you should do, which is it's an interesting trivia question to ask people that when would you go ahead and say Al-Hanisim an Chav Dalid Kislev? Okay, be that as it may. So we mentioned back in Source 2, the Mishabura said that when you're done, when, uh, when uh, an heir of Shabbos of Hanukkah, so he quoted Achron who said that Lechatchila, it's appropriate Lechatchila, to daven mincha first, then go ahead and light Hanukkah candles, then go to shul and do Kabbalah Shabbos. So what are the reasons for that? So there's two reasons which are given for that. First one, we'll just see from the Shari Tshuva. We can see from the Birkei Yosef from the Shari Tshuva, but the Shari Tshuva is something you could look up right there in the uh, in, a, in a regular uh, Mishabura. It says, I'm a Birkei Yosef, Shekasev Shema Rash Avuav, Tshuva Ksav Yad. So the Berke Yosef, the Gon Chida, goes ahead and says over in the name of the Marash Abuav, one of the great Sephardi poskim, So he writes that, he writes explicitly, that an Erev uh, Erev Shabbos of Hanukkah, regardless of which day of Hanukkah it is, but any time you have Erev Shabbos of Hanukkah, the correct procedure is Daven Mincha, then light candles, then do Kabbalah Shabbos and Marv. Why? So here, the Birke Yosef quotes, Because as we know, that the Tefillah of Mincha corresponds to the afternoon Korban, which is brought in the Beis HaMikdash. Hanukkah, 
And uh, in the near Hanukkah, which we like, the Hanukkah candles, which we like, they commemorate the miracle which happened with the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. And we know, there yeah, we know from, uh, through, uh, from Chazal, that the sequence in the Beis HaMikdash was, first they would bring the Tamit Shel Ben Harbaim, and then they would light the, uh, the Ner Hanukkah. So we here, we want to go ahead and certainly on the, on the Ner of Shabbos, we want to go ahead and we want to pattern, thing, pattern things accordingly. And therefore, on a regular weekday, so that's really not going to be, uh, um, it's not going to be much of an issue because we usually daven mincha and then marv, and then we'll, da- we'll light the, the Hanukkah candles. But certainly there's not going to be about an Arab Shabbos. So we want to make sure that, uh, like in the Beis HaMikdash, that they would bring the Tamit Shabbat and Arbaim, and then they would light the Hanukkah candles afterwards. So we want to make sure to sequence things accordingly. Okay. Rabbi uh, uh, yes. Question. Um, in most shuls, I mean, I don't see, maybe some do, have an, the availability of an early mincha, an earlier mincha, but in shuls that don't have it. So the question is whether, um, which weighs more heavily, davening with a minion or davening in this order that that wow. is being proposed? So, So that's my question. Right. Excellent. Outstanding. So we're going to see that exact question uh, considered when we get to source nine. But I'm I'm working towards that exact question. So I appreciate that very much. Okay. As always, you're like three steps ahead of me. (laughs) Okay. So this is reason number one. So reason number one that you want to go ahead and you want to dive a mincha first and then light the, uh, the candles is because the rest of Hanukkah, we, all, we, we, would, uh, we would always dive in Mincha first and then light candles because of uh, um, it has to be done at nighttime. But once we're going to be lighting an Erev Shabbos before nighttime anyways, so then it seems to be from the Birke Yosef in the Shari Chuba, they seem to support this opinion that you would follow the sequence of the Besamikdash of the Tamit Shoben Harbaim, and then you go ahead and you light the Ner Hanukkah. Okay. Now, uh, in source five, we have the Ramah. This is the Ramah in Tough Resh Ayin Aleph. Here, the Ramah is talking about not lighting in the home. Here, he's talking about the Minog of Klai Yisrael to light in Shul as well. So the Ramah says, and this is going to lead us to source number six, the uh, the, the Prima Gadim. It says, So in Shuls, where during the week they daven Mincha Marv together, they go from Mincha into Marv. The rabbi may give a little shear or something in between, say Tehillim in between. But those places where they daven Mincha and Marv together, the minig is to light, is to light Hanukkah candles in between Mincha Marv, before Marv. In order, because that's going to be Mepharsim the so If you wait to light the candles until after Marv, so then there's not going to be much publicizing of the miracle because people are, are on their way out the door as soon as, uh, as soon as Marv is over. So we light it between Mincha Marv, and that way during Marv they could see the, the miracle. Then he says, the Ramah says, There are those who have the Minog that in Shul on Erev Shabbos, they light before Mincha. Not after Mincha, before Kabbalah Shabbos, but they light specifically before Mincha. And many of the Achronim explain that the consideration over here, why we would light uh, before Mincha and Erev Shabbos, is because 
uh, we don't want to run the risk of of uh, if we're late getting a minion. And by the time you finish Mincha, it may be after Shkia already. And then somebody's going to say, hey, we didn't light Hanukkah candles yet. You got to light Hanukkah candles. It's between Mincha and Marv. And they'll go ahead and they'll light, they'll light Hanukkah candles, not realizing or not considering the fact that it's already Shabbos. So to avoid any issue with somebody mistakenly lighting Hanukkah candles in shul after Shabbos has begun, so the common practice is to go ahead and light it before Mincha. In that way, we're almost assured of getting it done before Shkia. Okay. Now, on this, the Prima Gadim says that this is the Prima Gadim from based on the Magen of Ram. So he points out that this consideration seems to be something which we do specifically in Shul. In Shul, we'll light Hanukkah candles and then we'll daven Mincha because we don't want to run the risk of changing the sequence, and then if we change the sequence, we can end up like uh, lighting Hanukkah candles on Shabbos. So points out the Prima Gadim, Mashma, this implies, Bebeso of Shabbos, that when it comes to the Hanukkah candles that you're going to light in your home on Erev Shabbos, that the correct sequence would be first Davim Mincha, and then go ahead and light the candles. Now, why should you go ahead? Why at home should you specifically follow that sequence? So we saw one reason from the Shari Tshuva, because we want to follow the pattern of the Beis Amitash, Korban Tamit Shoven Harbaim, and then the Nair of the Menorah. And here the Prima Gadam says, Mitam, the Plag Havi Laila Afshar. Because after Plaga Mincha, we know that when necessary, we can already consider after Plaga Mincha to be nighttime. That's the, the, the whole basis of making an early Shabbos like we do in the summer is based on the presumption that Plaga Mincha already is the, the, uh, the time of day when we switch from halachic daytime to halachic nighttime. And uh, as he quotes in different places, and therefore, so therefore, based on this, if we're lighting Hanukkah candles uh, early on Erev Shabbos, because you can't light them after Tzais because it's already Shabbos, so the reason why we light them early is because we're relying on the fact that after Plaga Mincha is already nighttime. So if the whole reason, i got to take out your thumb over here, if the whole reason why you're lighting Hanukkah candles early, quote-unquote, on Erev Shabbos, is because we're going to consider the time before Shkia, after Plaga Mincha, to already be nighttime. So if we're considering that to already be nighttime, and therefore it's an acceptable time to light the Hanukkah menorah, how can you go backwards and then Dav Mincha? If after Plaga Mincha is considered to be nighttime, so then it's considered to be nighttime, you can't in your very next breath start Ashrei and say Shemonesrei for Mincha as if it's daytime, because Mincha is done specifically by daytime. And Hava, it would be Kitarta Desasri Adari. Your conduct would be contradictory. Because lighting Hanukkah candles tells us you think it's nighttime, but then you daven mincha, and that says you're considering it to be daytime. So you can't sequence nighttime and then daytime. We can't go backwards in time. And so that's why but at home, you would specifically daven mincha first, and then you have to light Hanukkah candles. Ubeisaknesa shiny. Ah, so why, according to uh, what we're saying, why in Shul could you do Tarta de Sasri? Why in Shul is the minute to light Hanukkah candles and then go ahead and dab mincha? So he says, Zerach Persumi Lisa Larabim. 
He says that's a little bit different because it's not really the mitzvah of Hanukkah candles. It's just Pirsume Nisa, and you don't necessarily have to consider it to be nighttime in order to do Pirsume Nisa. But he says, And that requires a little bit more research what that distinction is going to be. And then, here, Bob, we're beginning to touch upon your point. The year it would seem, if it's possible in your home, you should go ahead, even in your home, the best thing to do would be, or not even in your home, in your home, the best thing to do would be Davim Mincha first, and then go ahead and light Hanukkah candles. So you avoid the Tarta Desasri. You avoid with the Hanukkah candles making it nighttime and then going backwards in time and considering it to be daytime to Davim Mincha. And he says, And in Shul also, if it's possible, that would be best. Meaning that if you call Mincha early enough, that we're not afraid that by the time Mincha is done, it may already be shkia. So the best thing really, even in shul, would be to daven mincha and then go ahead and light Hanukkah candles. But many places you don't want to take that risk because mincha is running late or the chazan could be uh, could be slow or could be long. The rabbi may say a long shmonestray. And then you could end up running that risk of, da- of uh, lighting the candles after it's already uh, Shabbos. Okay. Now, on this practice of uh, of a uh, Davini uh, Mincha first. So here we have a comment of the El Yerabba. And he says as follows. Yesh Noagim. There are those who have the Minog. L'hadli Kodam Mincha. That they light before Mincha. So this is going to be just the, the, the regular practice. And uh, Yeah, actually, we're just going to, just for time's sake. Uh, we're just going to, we'll, we'll skip to the end of the paragraph here. He says, So the El Yerabah writes that if it's possible on an Erev Shabbos of Hanukkah to go ahead and daven mincha with a minion on Erev Shabbos, here we're also touching upon your point, Bob, that if, you're going to, if it's possible to gather together a minion on Erev Shabbos, right, then Yadik Bebeso Kodem Mincha, Vachakach Yelech, the right. Okay. So he said, so he says that rather than doing it after mincha, uh, right. So he says that uh, that not only in sh- that in shul where there's a concern that you'll run late, you should do it before mincha. But he says uh, says that the uh, the El Yerava, the same thing is going to be true that if you're going to be able to daven minion with a minute. Uh, Mincha with a minion in shul, and then Yadlik uh, Beveso, you could go ahead and you could light in your house beforehand, Koda Mincha beforehand, and afterwards go to shul. Provided that it's after Plaga Mincha, because you can't light Hanukkah candles any earlier than that. But we see the El Yerabah, he seems to take a different stand than the other postgame. And he seems to be comfortable with the idea, doesn't emphasize like the uh, Shari Tshuva brought down or like the Primagada brought down, that you should specifically uh, daven mincha first and then go ahead and light uh, your, your uh, near Hanukkah. And El Yerabba seems to be very comfortable saying that an heir of Shabbos of Hanukkah, it's fine to go ahead and light in your house. And then go ahead and daven with a minion in shul later on, and that uh, he doesn't have uh, doesn't seem to have a hesitation about uh, about that. And similarly, the kafachayim, 
from a, it's a uh, essentially a contemporary of the of the Mishabura, just from the Sephardi perspective. So I think he lived in Yerushalayim, but he is a uh, uh, had a tremendous breadth of uh, knowledge of the uh, of poskim, many poskim which uh, you know are part not part of the regular Ashkenazi repertoire of uh, of Sfarim and whatnot which are quoted, but here he says I am bekitzer shla Hilchos Chanukah. If you look in the kitzer shla, he writes He said the kitzer shla writes that although it would be nice lechatchila. To go ahead and to daven mincha first, and then light near Hanukkah to avoid either to pattern after what happened in the base of Mikdash, or to uh, to uh, make sure that we're not going to, uh, in order to avoid the tarta disasri. But he says that that consideration of wanting to avoid either the tarta disasri making it nighttime by lighting near Hanukkah. And then going back to daytime for Tadav Mincha. So those are not enough of a consideration, says the Kitzur Shla. That's not enough of a reason to say, you know what? In order to accommodate the Shari Tshuva and the Prima Gadim, I'm going to Dav Mincha be I'll Dav Mincha by myself. That way I'll Dav Mincha, then I'll light near Hanukkah, and I'll join the Tzibur for Kabbalah Shabbos. Kitzur Shla says it's not a good Cheshman. Ella, rather, and if it's not going to be possible to daven mincha with a minion beforehand and then light Hanukkah candles, so so then you'll follow the practice which many people uh, follow, which is to go ahead and you'll light near Hanukkah first, and then you'll go to Shul and you'll daven mincha and Kabbalah Shabbos and Marv, and you're not going to be so worried about the uh, the sequence. So the kids are shla, like the uh, the El Yerabah, they're both comfortable with a person um Davening, uh, they they may say the chatchila that you should dav- that if it could be arranged daven mincha first and then like the the near Hanukkah before Shabbos. But if you can't arrange a minion like that, so this is not worth the cheshbon of losing out on tefillah b'tzibur. And that's why, if you notice, if you go back to the Mishabura, so he says back in source two in Tafri Shain Tesov, he says kasher achonim d'nachon lechatchila. It's a lechatchila that you should do so, but the Mishavur does not say in any way that this is ma'akit. It's a nice thing. It's a good thing to strive for in the event that there is a, uh, a, a an early mincha minion that you can attend, but in the event that in wh- where you live there is not, so it's not going to be a big deal. I can tell you, for example, that on Erev Shabbos Hanukkah, the 1230 mincha minion at Yeshurin is packed. There, now, they always have a 1230 uh, mincha, even on Erev Shabbos, but during the wintertime. But people try, when they can, they try and go out of their way to daven mincha specifically early in order to accommodate the lechatchila of this uh, this mishabura. Okay. Now, we'll get explicitly now, Bob, to your question. And this is, uh, it will read to you the question. The, the sefer that we're reading from is source number nine over here is the Chashuke Chemed. It's from Yisak Zilberstein. And uh, from his commentary on the Gemara and Brachos, and from there we'll see he's going to end up in Hilchos Hanukkah. But it's an interesting question which he asked, and he says, I, "I was thinking about skipping it or not skipping it, but it's interesting enough." So I said, "We'll we'll just read the question, even though this isn't directly related to our topic." It says Sheila, the question is, "Nema bagos chasam sofa or Okay, so it says uh, the Chasam Sofa writes in his commentary to Shulchan Aruch. 
Shechana under Lisbala betok down Amos Shiyashav Eli. That when Chana went to the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, the mother, the mother of Shmuel Hanavi, when she went into the Mesamitish to daven for a child, she positioned herself specifically to be within Dalad Amos of Eli of the coin Gadol. She wanted that position to be nearby when she daven. Vasasa came, if they should their school and he flowed Lisbala betzadik. And she did so specifically because it's a great segula. It's considered to be auspicious. It's considered to be a very positive and constructive thing when possible to daven in the close vicinity of a tzaddik. And that's what Hannah went ahead and did. Okay, now that we know that there's this mila, there's an advantage to davening in the close proximity to a tzaddik. So now we can ask some questions. We could wonder. A person has two choices. Either he can daven next to a tzaddik, or or the other alternative is to daven at hanets. So hanets has value. Davening right at sunrise, thanks for asking, right at sunrise has a value. And now we know that davening next to a tzaddik also has value. So if you have two choices in front of you, you can either daven by a tzaddik at, at 8.30, or you can daven nates at 6 o'clock. So which is going to be ma'adif, which is the higher priority? Right? So like we say all the time, what in the rock, paper, scissors of halacha, so what is going to win out between these two choices, davening at hanates, davening at sunrise, or davening next to a tzaddik? So he says, so he answers the question. He says, So Zilberstein answers that it's logical to assume, it's logical to conclude that the bigger advantage, the priority in this case, would be to daven at nates, to daven at sunrise. Why? Because the advantage of davening with a sorry, with davening at hanates, davening at sunrise, so this is something which the Gemara says very clearly, that that's the ideal time to daven is at sunrise. Um benavi, and it's an idea which is hinted to by the Nevi'im, that's where the Gemara gets it from. brachos And you look in the, the Gemara brachos over there. And this is what Shulchan Aruch paskins, that that when it comes to the ideal time to go ahead and say Shmon of Shachris, the mitzvah is to begin Shimon Asrei specifically when the sun rises. So this is like the Pasuk says, that you should see HaKadosh Baruch Hu together with the rising of the sun. So we have these two milas, we have these two um, um, uh, ways of enhancing tefillah. One is to daven at the ideal time, at sunrise. The other is to daven with a tzaddik. And says of Zuberstein, it would seem to be that daving at Hanates is the higher priority because that's mentioned by Chazal and it's specifically recorded in Shulchan Aruch, that that's the ideal time to daven. And on the other hand, this other advantage, this other manner of enhancing your tefillah, which is by davening next to a tzaddik, this is not something which is mentioned explicitly in the Gemara. 
So now we find out this interesting principle that when it comes to two things which you want to do, both of which have value, both are priorities, and both are something which are going to enhance the mitzvah that you're doing, if one of them is mentioned in Chazal and the other is not, we'll give the nod to the one which is mentioned by Chazal as being a higher priority than the one which is not mentioned by Chazal. And therefore, and therefore, in this case of Shachris, so when you have a choice between davening by a tzaddik, which is beautiful, or davening at Hanates, so since Hanates Acham is mentioned by Chazal and mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, that is considered to be a higher priority than davening next to a tzaddik, even though it's considered to be a wonderful thing. And then he says, now, until now, he wasn't talking about our uh, case. But now he says, which is now Zatzal. But Zuberstein says that I heard a similar idea from my father-in-law. Similar idea from my father-in-law, which is, and this is what we mentioned, Bob, now here we're getting to it explicitly, that Rav Yashif said, that when you have a choice, between either um, davening mincha, then writing sh- then uh, near Hanukkah, and then Kabbalah Shabbos, in order to get the advantage of davening mincha first, or if your other choice is light near Hanukkah and then daven mincha, because then you'll be able to daven with a minion. So it's a, if it's a matter of mincha first, or mincha, mincha before Hanukkah candles, or davening with a minion after Hanukkah candles. So Vayashu said that the priority should be davening mincha with a minion. Why? Why is that considered to be the bigger advantage? What about the Shari Tshuva's concern, the Shari Tshuva's idea that we want a pattern after what they did in the Beis Amitash, which was, which would be mincha and then near Hanukkah, or the concern that the Prima Gaudim expressed in terms of the Tarta de Sasri, that by lighting Hanukkah candles, you're making it nighttime, and then to go backwards in halachic time and make it daytime to Dava Mincha, you're not allowed to do that. So Vayashir says that's true, but neither of those considerations is going to outweigh that which is taught explicitly, which is Mishum Mishas, because the Maila, the advantage in the enhancement that we do for a Tfila by davening Bitsibur, that's something which is mentioned clearly in Shas. We have many sugyas in the Gemara which talk about the importance of davening with a minion. But this other consideration, which is davening mincha on Arab Shabbos before we light the Ner Hanukkah, that's not mentioned anywhere in Shas. In all of the sugyas, in the, 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 the few sugyas or the few um, uh, uh, discussions, that the Gemara Shabbos has regarding the mitzvah of lighting near Hanukkah, nowhere does the Gemara mention this idea that you should make sure that on, on Erev Shabbos of Hanukkah to go ahead and light Davin Mincha before you light near Hanukkah. Nobody mentions that. Kim B'Shari Tshuva. It shows up initially in the Shari Tshuva. That was one of the first sources which we saw. And therefore, Vayashir says a similar thing to... Uh, um, to uh, the, the the question of davening next to a tzaddik or davening hanetzachama, so Vayashir says that davening mincha b'tzibur is from Shas, making sure to daven mincha before near Hanukkah on near Shabbos is not mentioned on Shas, it's not even in the Rishonim, it doesn't show up until the Shari Tshuva, the Berke Yosef or the Shari Tshuva, and therefore we are going to prioritize the consideration mentioned in Shas, the enhancement which is mentioned in Shas, which is davening b'tzibur, 
above and beyond what is not mentioned in Shas, which is to make sure it's a Dava Mincha before Ner Hanukkah. Rabbi Shaffel, thank you yeah. for settling that. Uh, does that principle also settle the another issue? And that would be, um, maybe you would say that um, you should just go, the man should just go to Shul and a Davin Mincha, and he should make his wife a um, a shliach, I guess the feminine version of that, uh, uh, for him uh, to light the candles. And and since it's only a hither mitzvah to have uh, candles for everyone, um, you might think that that would be okay. But since that particular idea of a hither mitzvah is mentioned in the Gemara in Shabbos, uh, so would that is that how that would work also? So excellent. So I'm I'm not sure why that is not uh, brought up as a solution. It seems to be a very seamless solution. Uh, we mentioned explicitly in the Hanukkah is one of those contexts in which the principle is brought up. This idea of uh, ishto kagufo. Right. That's why, although we say that the Ner Hanukkah is one of those mitzvahs where we say. That women were also part of the miracle, and they're equally obligated in the midst of Ner Hanukkah as men. But for some reason, I, I have not seen, maybe you, you've seen uh, uh, beyond what I have, I haven't seen somebody suggesting that as a solution, as an easy solution, that the man will go ahead and daven mincha, and while he's davening mincha, she could go ahead, the woman of the household that day could go ahead and uh, Ner Shabbos could light uh, Hanukkah candles. So I, I I don't know why that's not that would be what we the, what we refer to halakhli as efshalakayim shneim. It's possible to fulfill both things. You get tefillah b'tzibur and you can get the the candle lighting after mincha, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy. But I, I don't know why not. Mm-hmm. Other than the practice is is that generally a woman is yotze with her husband, but when when you have this consideration of erev Shabbos and then we have a. Um, the reason why we want to light specifically after Mincha, I don't know why that's not a proposed solution. Thank you. Okay, now one other application of this, also a Hanukkah one, which is also something, this one is mentioned, uh, he doesn't speak it out as explicitly, but as we'll see, this is the underlying principle behind the Halacha. So here, this is in the Mishabura and Tafresh Ayin, Aleph, Sifkat and Zayin. So we all know there, there's a mahadrin in a mahadrin. We don't even have to go that far. There's a mahadrin fulfillment of the mitzvah that the Iker mitzvah, like we mentioned last week, is near ishu beso. The technical mitzvah is fulfilled every night of Hanukkah as long as uh, a person lights one candle in their home. And then mahadrin is when you increase each night. So increase, uh, sorry, mahadrin is, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mahadrin is each person lights one. Mahadrim and Mahadrim is you light from one to eight. Each person is going to light from one to eight. So um, now that's uh, uh, one way to beautify or to enhance the mitzvah is to light from one to eight. Now there's another thing, another way to enhance the mitzvah, which is mentioned by the postkin, which is to light specifically olive oil. For many years, everybody lit uh, uh, lit uh, wax candles because that was easy thing to uh, to obtain, but nowadays many people try and go out of their way for uh, and use olive oil since it's so readily available. And the reason why we would go go out of our way to use olive oil is because the miracle, the original miracle of the oil in the Beis Hamikdash, involved olive oil, 
So once again, to remind us of the exact details of the uh, the miracle as it unfolded, as it occurred, is to go ahead and to want to use olive oil as well. So now the Mishabur addresses again a quandary where we have two different values which are in conflict with one another. It's not, it's EF Shalakayim Shneim. It's not possible to do them both. And we're going to have to prioritize which of these two things is more important. So here the Mishabur again, Tafresh Ayin Aleph, see Zion says, Hashem and So let's say you want to use olive oil. You want to fulfill the mitzvah in this ideal manner by using olive oil reminiscent of the Beis HaMikdash. Givalik, Gomer. But it happens to be that olive oil is super expensive. And if you were to go ahead and use olive oil, then you'd only be able to light one light per night. So now you have to choose. Should I go ahead and use olive oil, even though it means I'm going to fulfill just the basic mitzvah of ner ishu beso, one light per night? Or should I use candles, which is not as muhudr, because it's not oil, but should I use candles so that I can go every night one and then two and then three and then four and then five and I can increase the number of candles each and every each and every night. So the Mishabura says again, rock paper scissors of halacha. What's a higher priority? If the oil is more expensive, it's better to light with wax candles and increase the number of candles each and every night uh, rather than light with your olive oil. Like we wrote inside, that is that it's a a, a a hider of the mitzvah to increase the number of lights each and every night. Rather than light each and every night one candle, one uh, olive oil uh, light, um, and not go, not being mosiv holach. So why is it? How did the mishabura know? that given this choice between doing olive oil, but doing the minimum mitzvah, or using wax candles and increasing the number of candles each and every night, how did he know that the increasing each number of candles per night is a higher priority than using olive oil? So the post can say the same thing, because the idea of lighting the first night one, the second night two, the third night three, that mosif v'holich, that idea of adding a candle or adding a light, an additional light each and every night, that's something which is mentioned in Shas. Whereas the advantage of using olive oil is not something which is mentioned in Shas for the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. By the menorah in the Beis Hamitash, yes, it's mentioned, but for Ner Hanukkah, it's not as it's not as mentioned as the as, as the the same level of priority, and as a result of that. So that's why, uh, given the choice, we're going to go with the one which is more clear in Chazal rather than the one which uh, rather than the one which is not. So there's another example, and this is something which you could very much generalize in many different areas of halacha. When you have conflicts between should I do the mitzvah this way, should I do the mitzvah that way, and I can't do both of them together, I have to choose one or the other. So one of the ways by which we would decide that question is. Is one of them mentioned in Chazal and the other is just a minute, the other is a practice which developed later on? And in the event that that is the case, so then we would always give priority to the one which is mentioned in Shas rather than something which is not. Okay, so bottom line, tomorrow, in the event that you can easily get yourself to a Mincha minion. So Mishaburah says the best thing to do is Davin Mincha early. And then, so you'll have finished Mincha and then you'll light Ner Hanukkah afterwards, right before the uh, Shabbos candles. 
in the event that you're not able to get yourself to a mincha minion, so then it's perfectly acceptable to go ahead and uh, light your Hanukkah candles at home right before you run to mincha, then dav mincha, Kabbalah, Shabbos, Marv, and it'll be a big party. Make sure you'll come to the owning Shabbos on Friday night, which, Ralph, you have an exemption from because it's a long walk from Vegas. <laughs> but otherwise, in Bob, I'm not sure if you're ready for that walk yet either, so we'll give you an exemption as, a, as well. And those on the East Coast are exempt. And Mel, it may be dark and cold, so I'll be there representing all of you. Thank all right, you, Rabbi. Everybody.